Hi, I'm Lizzie and I'm a radio journalist. I moved to Manchester in 2017 for my job and it didn't take long for me to fall in love with the city. There are so many things I love about Manchester, but one of the main things is the food. There are just so many wonderful independent restaurants, cafes, markets to visit every weekend. I have a constantly expanding list on my phone of places I want to try. Now, interviewing is part of my job, but 2020 hasn't brought the most uplifting stories to me. And I can't say I love talking about coronavirus every day. So I thought as a side project, why don't I spend a bit of time chatting to the people who run these businesses I love so much. So that's what this is, a podcast about the people, Mancunians and adopted Mancunians like me, who have used the creativity and culinary talent they have to create something really special. This is episode one and it's all about Tarakri, a small but much loved Sicilian food stall in Hatch, a market made up of shipping containers. I've been speaking to Ricardo. He started Tarakri with his brother Romeo not long after they moved here from Sicily. I'll not say any more because this is his story of making Manchester his home. I hope you enjoy. We're in Hatch, there's a lot of oh, yeah. a lot of different little businesses here. Yours really stands out. Tell me what, what it is you sell, what you do. We end up pretty much choosing to come here and just moved from the spirit of trying different things for real. That was the idea at the beginning because many people were talking England, England, England. And the main voice was London, 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 beautiful London, but too much. I want to try to go in a place where there is much more to discover rather than what already known about it. So we say, no London, we're going to try to go to Manchester. We didn't have a clue, me and my brother. We had just a couple of kind of friends they were in here, they used to live in here, uh, but as you know, the city is very busy, so as soon as you get here, you get into your own life, and it's good to say that you can meet some people at the beginning, boys, you and your own, and this is what I wish to everybody, try to do experience, they put you in a place that you don't have a clue about what you're doing, Absolutely. where you're going, you know, something totally different, it can be okay as well, trying to change uh, the, the, the things that you do, totally, drastically, and that's for me life, you know, make you feel good, make you feel happy at the end of the day, because you finish the day, was damn hard day but you say okay I did it that was nice and this is what happened in here uh, we started to live here we loved it as I say change environment change jobs it was good two years quite busy very busy it's a place that I love the mentality of the people because I think here you work hard but you play much harder and if you want to work uh, there is space for everybody it doesn't matter you don't speak English it's like my brother where at the beginning with English when he came he learned English proper what did you do to start off with then? What was your first job when you came to Manchester? For Romeo was exactly chef. So he got his first job as a chef. First knife in hands, blank page. They say, Romeo, can you do it? Of course I can. I can, I can do my best. Have you ever worked in the kitchen? No. <laughs> Let's do that. Yes. And we started. And for me, it was like, I was coming from an environmental hotel. Let's say I used to work. Previous, previously, I was in Malta working in a hotel, a receptionist. It was nice meeting lots of people, you know, talking to people. That was funny. I worked for a couple of years in cruise line as well. So definitely it's the environment, but I never worked as a waiter on the floor. And I started actually in here as a waiter on the floor. What was that moment then, that, that turning point where you thought, you know, I want to be the one running a business, coming up with my own menu? Sometimes the Italian food that we experience in the city, it's okay, average, but there is something missing. You know, there is the touch of passion that many people don't know. And especially when you step into the regional foods, that was the moment that we realized that something has to change. So either we leave and we finish the experience, it was quite satisfying, we learn different things, 
always wipe, we swap this experience. You know, we try to leave our own mark in the city. And I'm honest with you, the weather is rubbish. But it's the only <laughs> yeah. things that can change. Yeah. This is what we say. But the other things that we can change is the message that we're passing through the food. So our idea was not to get rich a millionaire about selling some arancini, not all. It was the idea of serving a product at exactly the same way that we've been teach, that we grow a home, that we know. So what, what is the food of your home then? No. What did you grow up eating? What do we love to eat? Okay, what do I love to eat? Everything. I grow with this education from a family that I can't say I don't like something if I never tried it. Or I can't say I leave it because that's a gift of God to have it. You know, so if you're on a table, that's the food. Somebody is paying hard for that, so you have to eat it and you have to try it. Then you can say, it's not my personal taste. Specific to, to Sicily then, because uh, you know when, when people hear Italian food and you go to say a big Italian chain, uh, you expect pizza, pasta on the menu. So what what do you have here then? What what is what is authentic Sicilian food? Do you know I think between what the people want and what the people expect, there is a massive gap. If I go to Japan, I say I expect to eat my sushi. Never eat sushi, and I, I've never been to Japan. So how can I have expectation? of something I'm not really sure if I try it that way. So I can have expectation of what I had. But if I'm willing to go for something different, in a certain way, having expectation is the best way to ruin it on because you expect something, it might be totally, completely different. This is what we notice in the big chain Italian restaurants. In Italy, it's very hard to find a chain. Like, food is food. M many, many places, they can be small or big, but they come from the idea of making you feel okay, making you, feeding you, you know, it's not about I create chain, as here is very common. So the first chain on the food you see in Sicily is McDonald's. So we have a great culture on the veggies base as well. Down in Sicily, aubergine is one of the products that we eat in many different ways. Aubergine cojack, hearty chocks, a lot. It is a great culture on the, on the foods, loads of different fruits. Oranges, you can say, is one of the most. Lemons, so everything coming from that product, you can journey in a lot. Because if you think you go your own piece of field, you don't get 10 oranges as in Tesco, you get 10 kilo of oranges. 10 aubergine, 10 kilo of aubergines. You have to use the product in many different ways possible. So traditionally, we, we just use the product in many different ways possible. So Sicilians don't waste food then, is oh, what you're saying? No. Is that a crime? No, It's no a way. crime, <laughs> yes. It's a shame, it's a crime. Do you think that, do you think the British people are quite wasteful of food? Do you, do you notice a difference in attitudes there? I've got to be honest, we've got different culture, yeah, like we see the things differently and at the beginning I was thinking that the sense of the family meal or the sense of seeing the food was completely different and now it was better, but with the time I shaped this and I think that you don't waste the food, I think you got lots of respect for, for the things, for the nature, for the community, you know in a certain way that there are certain things that don't belong to the culture, but you got certain things that make you think that you forwards and it's actually uh, absolutely right on that I'm very agree with you so I love your community and your way of thinking but there are many things that you don't know if you grow in a Manchester in a city like Manchester it's different than grow in a small village just in Sicily and the same happened with a Milan guy it's no difference at all so if you compare a guy born in a big uh, economical city in Italy is missing the touch that a small village can give you So you need to give me a recommendation. Okay. One thing from the menu, what, what should I order? So I'll say arancino is what you have to pick off the menu if you've never been at Tariq Rhee, which is proper street foods, compact filling ingredient. That's all you want. 
So you just step into a bar, get an arancino, get it on the way that you can have it with your hands because that's the reason why you get bar foods. Because you can't really stop, have a meal, go home, have a proper, proper chill out meal. In that case, you want something quick, feed you, and make you feel satisfied. So I'll say arancino first. I'm very excited. See, the thing is as well with arancini, I only ever saw it as something that you have as a little starter at a restaurant and you eat it with a knife and fork and, and it's just supposed to, you know, just tide you over until your main comes. But that's not really how it is by the sounds of things there. You know, eating it with your hands is is very different as well. I, I went, the first time I came here, I think it was you actually said, you need to eat it with your hands. And I, that just seems so... Strange to me because no one had ever told me to do that before and I'd never seen anyone do it but it it did feel good I'm very excited to do that again That's our challenge was mostly because as I say before if I bring you a hot dog and I bring you some cutleries next to it what do you say to me? Honestly you are, I don't say, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you <laughs> doing? That back. Yeah, yeah that that's why because you get the hot dog on a street food place or you get a hot dog where you don't need to sit down and this is what we say in first when we saw arancini with cutleries small like that on a place on a restaurant say what they're doing why because you can serve arancini and that's real uh, as an appetizer you know in a party always finger food so you stand you don't have place to sit you get some arancini it's a quick starter like call it a dice an appetizer but it's not the arancini that you expect you know call it arancinetti small arancini call it whatever but when you say Sicilian arancino it's an idea of a meal at all it's like the old dog nothing different compared to the idea of the foods ideally it's been created to be good on the go good on the streets and easy to manage it has to make you feel fulfilled it doesn't matter if you eat it it's complex that's why you have to eat it with the hands because it's the necessity you go on the streets you know you gain a bar you get something easy for you to handle if you want to call an arancino for restaurant and you want to eat it with that I'm more than happy but I suggest now if you need to use the cutleries go for risotto that's totally another story because with my hands what I appreciate I touch the crust you know the, the, the crunchiness I appreciate that I'm having through very connection between the, the mouth and the nose. If we say Sicilian and home, is exactly the way it is. So many people sometimes they think it's rude eating with their hands. I bring knife and fork. Say this is the way you want it. You're more than welcome to enjoy the food at your own way because this is the, the sense of why you're here. You have to feel fulfilled. But I can tell you why we do it in that way and why you get in the box. You get in the box because I know it's comfy for you. But if you're going to bar in Sicily, don't expect any box. Jesus. It's interesting it's, that you say it's part of the experience as well, you know, using your hands and bringing that food, you know, close to your nose and, and having it in your hand and feeling it. That's how, how the food is, you know. And, and again, I point you some, I don't know, chips. You're on the roll. How do you eat the chips? How do you think the fish, fish and chips is food for that? You know, it's pub food. So when you eat on the streets, most of the time, even if you know British, we got a pint on the end, yeah, a bottle of beer. So if you go drink on one end, you need the other end for the food and it's just one you can't use fork and knife in yeah. one end you know, street food has to be for, for the streets so it's good to enjoy with the hands as well certain type of food you need to enjoy with the hands do you know what I mean a toasty how do you eat a toasty you can eat it the way you want it but why you have a toasty toasty is made because it's easy for you to handle it and the same happened in this case with the arancino the arancino is created for you to go to go So they just look amazing. The shape of them, even the shape of them are just, like, it's different, isn't it? It's, it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's space. Well, well, you can add on top. You don't need to add anything on top. You know, it's, it's, it's been developed for that. Simple as that. <laughs> Grazie. Sorry.
one up Italy. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. So did you get the same one as well? Yeah. Okay. Obviously, I'm going to eat this with my hands. Oh, yeah. So this is like a, it's like kind of like a cone shape, isn't it? It's a cone shape. Yeah, yeah. It's a cone shape. In this case, yeah, but that's very weird. I'll tell you. Okay, we use, we suggest using napkins. So it's it's, like, it's just been fried, yeah? Yeah. So the fact it's been fried, no way you're gonna get it like this. No in Italy, no in Sicily. It's very hard because it takes 15 minutes to be ready. Then it's very warm. So it's a long waiting that we want to shoot to the people because you're having the best of the best. Well, enjoy your best arancino. Okay, thank you. That's the traditional and that's the conic shape. So we recommend to turn it upside down. So imagine that it's you eating it as a cone, yeah. exactly, because it's gonna the shape. It, it's gonna be easier to manage it because it's gonna go reduce in a smaller part rather than the big part, which is the base. What I love is how heavy it feels as well. Like you know, there's so much in there. It's a meal, you know. It's a proper meal. Does it still like amaze you every time, even though you've obviously had them a lot? That first bite. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I tell you. We didn't know was love at first sight. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's the place I've grown. It's my mom. It's her fault. Yeah. I can say, mom, it's all your fault. We love Arancini family. Have you had uh, family members come over from Sicily and, and see your business there? Do they approve? Do they think you've got it right? It's mom and dad. They, they came the very first day when we opened. It was a massive surprise. So we cried as baby because it was my birthday as well. So oh, the company wow, belonged. Yeah, what a day. was sick. Or mint, as you say in Manchester. <laughs> you know, mint, yeah. yeah, it was mint. Why? Because it was opening day, birthday, and the day before it was like for the phone as every time we speak. Oh, happy birthday, blah, blah. They were home. So you don't expect next day something happened. And they showed. They showed in here. It was like, we couldn't miss it. But that was, that was the thing. So they left fan number one. They came here many times. Last, last would be, they've been just before lockdown. So it was, it was nice. Uh, they, they tried to come and support us as much but this two and a half years thrown away we've been home not that much not that many times uh, but we, we go when we can yeah well, what's that no. been like this year obviously you won't have been able to get back home as much what was it like being in Manchester during lockdown we say that this is the place we choose we made this choice long time ago now it's five years lots of days gone away it's no point to watch back to that so I already choose Manchester I already choose to set up a business to spend every day in here all my life at the moment in here so if I can, I can. If I can't, it's not much I can do. When you're busy and you can't, but you can, that's harder. But in this case, it's no flights, it's no worries. So to our brain or to my brain, I switched the mentality that this is my town, this is the city that I choose, and I'm happy to spend time in here. I'm happy to see people out. I'm lucky because I can work, because we've got our business going in an environment as such, which at the moment is going, and we're happy and proud. So it's not, no worries, you know, it's nothing we can change how quickly did you start to fall in love with manchester when you moved here did you did you warm to the city straight away or was it a bit of a culture shock i think when you realize you love manchester it's already too late you love it you know it's not one of the city that at the first sight you say oh that's a great city no you say that's horrible <laughs> this is what you say <laughs> wow yeah what was your first impression this is, this is horrible i say this is cold and gray that was my impression because i was coming off three years in the summer as I say, I used to work in a cruise line, so everywhere we go for a cruise, it was summer. So I was coming off a season in Malta, 45 degrees. I was coming off a season in Brazil, pretty warm. I was coming off a season in Ibiza. That was my life before. So when I arrived in here, and I'm not very cold person type, 
It has to be Gosh, a good that surname. must have been quite the shock. For me, yeah, it was. My yeah. mom was saying to me the cruise line was the job of my life because I didn't have to wear any coats. And I was in holiday all the time. That was it. And you know, when you were going back home, it was nice to go back home. But it was nice to come back in here at any time. You say, oh, my city. We were expecting the people to be expectation, to have the people called, not open to the relationship. Oh, wow. Totally, totally wrong with that, honestly. But when you come here, it's the community. They've got time for you. Well, I moved to Manchester in 2017. Not okay. from as far away as Sicily, but I came from Newcastle for my job. And I didn't really know anyone. Uh, so I moved into a house with people I didn't know. Uh, I lived in Didsbury. Okay. And then I, um, about six months after that, I moved into a flat. Uh, again, with someone I didn't know in the city centre. And um, just the same as you, like, people are so friendly here. It is just the most warm, welcoming city in the world I think to the way you're seeing the things you know the Mancunian way when you say the Mancunian way that's I really feel that you know we do have this in common and we have time for the people this is what I really appreciate of our community I have to live I have to like the people of the community and the sense of community in here it makes the town better much better the life is brilliant in here so there you have it, that's episode one of Liz Eats Local. As you can tell from Ricardo's story of starting the business, he and his brother are so passionate about what they do and that means a whole lot of love and care goes into the food. I am aware that we never actually spoke about what made the arancini we ate so delicious. I'll put that down to this being my first ever podcast and just getting distracted by the food itself. But I can assure you it was good. Inside that deep fried cone was the loveliest, softest, loveliest risotto rice with that rich fresh ragu at the centre. Tarakri does more than arancini too after we finished recording. I also had one of my favourite desserts, cannoli, which was also perfection. Uh, there's also a really great range of Sicilian soft drinks there too, which I highly recommend. So yeah, if you want to try Tarakri, it's in Hatch on Oxford Road in Manchester City Centre. I hope you enjoyed listening to my first episode of Liz Eats Local. I have lots of ideas of where I want to eat next, so hopefully I'll have episode two ready for you soon.